Hey guys, it's the Awesome Cast. This time, Chachi's got Google Glass. He's three days in. We're going to see how that's going so far. A little bit about home automation and a lot about Kevin Spacey and what he really thinks about the TV industry. Awesome Cast, stick around. This edition of Awesome Cast is brought to you by PittsburghOnVideo.org. Check out the best videos from Pittsburgh all in one place. PittsburghOnVideo.org. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said now. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Awesome Cast. Mike Sorg here in the studios in Pittsburgh, PA, ready to get geeky, ready to get awesome with you, talk about the cool stuff of the week or cool stuff we've come across this week, whatever it may be. Uh, with us in studio uh, has been lately John Chichilla at Chilla on the Twitters, the man of many devices, the man of the many tablets. That gets tracked down by the Samsung man and Best Buy. Maybe we'll touch on that a little bit later. He's crazy. He's he crazy. scares me. He's crazy. I wonder if he started following me on Twitter. He's <laughs> probably stalking my Instagram. Hey, man, check out this tablet. <laughs> Getting chased around Best Buy. You know, that's why I don't go any, to any stores anymore. It's a pain in the butt. I don't want to... It's worse than when... I'm sorry, I know, and I know you work there. So it's worse than when Circuit City where people worked on commission. Like, like, dude, dude, I was there... <laughs> When they cut out the commission and nobody gave a crap anymore. And I didn't work for <laughs> Circuit City. I was working for AT&T. Wireless, actually. Um, which became singular, I believe. If I recall. Because it was before that happened and then they came back. And, and now they're AT&T and now again. They're AT&T again. Proper. Funny how that happens. Uh, also with us, uh, back with us. He's a man. He's doing a bit of an experiment this week. You notice my face is technology free. Because it's right there on Chachi's face. There you are. The man that's a temporary glass. He's three days in. How you doing, sir? I have your glass on my face. (laughs) (laughs) There he is. uh, It's amazing. Um, Awesome. We'll touch on that in a sec. Guys, of course, this is the awesome cast. Uh, You can check us out. We're over at all of our episodes at sorgatronmedia.com. Hit us up. We're on YouTube, on iTunes, on on, Facebook. we're on Blip TV. You can actually get us on your Roku box via the Blip TV app. Just do a quick search for Awesome Cast. You can find all this stuff. I mean, we know how lots of you guys watch us on your TV, and that's really cool. And, of course, you can join us here every Tuesday night, live.sorgatronmedia.com. And you can drop us a line uh, at AwesomeCast on Twitter. And as well as we're on the Google+, Plus, we're on the Facebook as well. Uh, you can comment on anything we've talked about like on the show, during the show. Or hit us up on any of our Twitters. Uh, or if there's anything you think is awesome, you have an awesome thing of the week that you'd like to share, uh, let us know about that You know, there. Or, of course, here at live.sorgatronmedia.com in the chat room. So, Chachi, that is the story of the week. You are three days in with Glass, more or less. I know you didn't really have much time with it Sunday because you were off at an amusement park. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, uh, well, it, it turns out that when you're given an awesome piece of technology um, Saturday night at 1.30... Um, you're not gonna go to sleep. Yeah, I was surprised um, that you sent me my pictures for the day, like right after that. Yeah, uh, that's because I got home and I set it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I went to bed probably at like two thirty that night, and um, I uh, set it up, went to bed, didn't really use it the next day because I went to Idlewild. 
um, and that's a, a primary a water park, so I didn't want to uh, uh, take it with me uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah. I thought you could take um, it in the shower. <laughs> not, not the lazy river, though. I, I freaked out today because I left the store and it was raining, and I had it on. <laughs> it's on your face, you're like, what do I do? Yeah, I, I, I immediately took it off because I didn't know how resistant the water it was. I didn't have a hat on like I do now. Um, and I, I was just like, uh, what do I do? So I took it off. I put the electronic part in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And I immediately uh, messaged Sorg on Gchat to ask him how the glass does in water. Now, the word is it is water resistant. Now, and as I told you, there's a part that's kind of coming off. I don't know if you noticed yeah. that yet, that under yeah. part, under the, under the actual gla- prism part. I, I noticed, and I was hoping I didn't do it. No, no. Um, it did that like the <laughs> second day. Don't worry about it. I, I should really so, kind of talk to them about it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, so I didn't want to... Uh, I, I didn't mean to freak Sorg out um, oh, when that's I messaged fine. him. I, um, I, I figured you was, weren't walking around with it if you were asking me. Right, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so I really uh, set out to start using it uh, Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into this routine with it where I wake up, I get ready for work, and every morning when I'm when I'm getting ready for work, I uh, line up everything I need to put in my pockets. Um, my cigarettes, my wallet, my bus card, um, my phones, and my keys. Well, now I, I put this in line with it because as soon as I'm finished getting ready and I put stuff in my pockets, this goes on my face. Yeah. And from there, I, I leave my house, uh, and, and I head to work. Um, I also found out that it's really easy to take pocket pictures with it. Uh, really? Pocket <laughs> pictures? I, I, I don't yeah. put in my pocket much. No, what I end up is uh, upside down from my desk pictures. Um, oh, I had some of those, too. Yeah. Um, There's a sleep mode you're supposed to put it in, but I always forget. Yeah, I didn't even know but um yeah it, it was really easy to set up um mainly because i'm already 100 percent integrated with uh gmail and google um my, my life is google based so it was really easy for me to get all of my stuff on my face um the only thing i really have any trouble with is twitter i don't like the way the twitter works on it mm-hmm. um you don't like receiving and the tweet or sending the tweet? I, it, well, I, I don't really send stuff out um, most of the time because I, I'm around other people mm-hmm. and I don't want to seem weird uh, talking to myself. Um, but receiving, it, it's a weird setup because only the people that you have set up for mobile notifications come to your face. Yeah. But that's, and, that way you're not getting uh, your entire stream, though. Right. Well... It, it would be better if there was a better app for it, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure will come later, but at this time, it's just not there yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, integration with the Android phone is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, I turn on Bluetooth, everything comes to my face. And that's the thing. Now, now the difference, you get the opportunity to use it the way it's kind of meant to right now. Like, I, I'm kind of halfway, half-assing it because I have an iPhone. I'm actually using a MiFi in order to do what I need to do. I don't get all the features that you do with that. Right. Um, so I, I uh, got it all set up with that and the Google cards and everything. So uh, it, it's 
uh, after I got to work on Monday, mm-hmm. um, I had decided that if it were available tomorrow, um, fully cellular capable, yeah, it yeah. would replace my cell phone. Okay. And that was after just a few hours of seriously using it. Well, so, so in, in all seriousness, so you would be willing to replace your cell phone, but you don't want to talk aloud. So but for text messaging or anything like those types of... Miniature Bluetooth keyboard. So can you Bluetooth keyboard? To, you, can, I, you can't do it yet. We talked about this yesterday, but I think what Chachi's aiming for here is if... All, it was done tomorrow, and we had all the apps that we're expecting. Well, yeah, that, that, that's it, what I mean. If it you, was done tomorrow... You're saying, you're saying if we had this device and it had parity app-wise with what your phone has, you're all in. You, you're, you're, yeah. you're sold on the form factor more than the current capabilities. Right, right. And, and that's okay. what I'm saying. I'm not saying as is. I'm saying completely done, mm-hmm. um, uh, fully Google Play capable. Yeah. If it were released tomorrow, I would be set. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's interesting. Eh? That you're, you're you're full on with that that whole idea of having this on your face instead. And uh, so, so is it the convenience? Is it because I know a couple days in, I'm getting really tired of pulling my phone out of my pocket to check stuff. I don't have to stop to do anything. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, and, and I'll get to the downsides uh, in a minute. Yeah, and they're honestly not that bad. But at this point. I don't have to stop to do anything. Mm-hmm. Not if to I'm sleep, work, not to pee. It, it, if I have it on my face and I'm at work, mm-hmm. I move one hand while I'm working on something else, and I have everything right here. So it's like the ultimate multitasking tool. Yeah. but um, And there's an ASCII penis. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, it is the ultimate... Uh, on the go device, mm-hmm. I don't have to pull anything out. I don't have to, and and I'm sure once it gets more widely accepted publicly, then the fear or the uh, the stigma of talking to yourself would, would go away. And I, I and aren't we kind of part way there? Because aren't we used to the crazy people on the bus and the stops and out in public talking to? nobody on their bluetooth so aren't we like kind of halfway there with it obviously we right. you know uh and, and you, people think one way or another i, I there's certain people that are not going to get used to somebody talking themselves and saying okay glass take a you know check my email uh in the middle right. of the line at sheets or something like that right uh you know right. just the same as you know somebody talking on the phone on their earpiece is going to be just as kind of disruptive to people around you but you're saying it'll be more pretty much socially acceptable right um and you know what? It's probably Thursday. Um, I'll, I'll do that. Um, I'll spend the day and I'll just audibly reply. Regardless of where you're at? Right. Okay. So um, so how's it... Re- oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. How's it received at work? Because um, I'm always... I'm, I'm wondering from... Like, <laughs> we've actually had questions at work of, if I had this, should we allow people to bring it into work? Mm-hmm. What... Well, What's the impl- implications? Um, we uh, uh, there's we have a guy at work who handles all the hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, he researches everything and he decides uh, the model of computer that we get and um, the software build and everything. Um, 
And we were talking about Google Glass probably a week and a half, uh, two weeks ago. And I'd mentioned that, that Mike had it and that I would be getting it for a week. And the first thing he said is, I, I need you to bring it in because I need to see it. And it wasn't, it was, uh, um, it was curiosity based, but on, in the same breath, he made it, made a point that, uh, he knows that certain attorneys in our firm, uh, would want it. But is it so, but, but how is it received as far as I'm in a conference room setting and no one would know if I held down on the thing to record a video and now I ha- I'm taking sensitive material <clears throat> from like a data loss prevention perspective. Like, do they, do they worry about data leakage? Uh, at this point, no, because no one has it. Okay. And, and plus, is it any different than and, a cell phone, really? Right. And and uh, and that's why why he wanted to see it. He wanted to see it because he needed to be able to tell the attorneys <laughs> in the firm that they can't have it. Well, and and I would disagree that it's different from a cell phone because we at work we went through the, this whole scenario of we tried to say that a tablet was no different than a paper book. Well, if you're certain, obviously certain materials are going to be on books that are thick, and there's going to be multiple of them. Now I can take. Millions of books worth of data on a yeah. small, small device. Yeah. For me to video you from my phone, I have to hold it up. Well, is an audio or, more of the concern, or, though? I mean, how easy is it to take a voice memo on an iPhone? Yeah, but I see. I don't. I don't. I don't think audio is the main main concern because the majority of our stuff is going to be on a PowerPoint presentation oh, on okay. a screen. So kind of like a Snowden kind of thing, right? Okay. So. You, I, I could video, like I said, it's probably not necessarily always as much about the audio as it actually is the video. Mm-hmm. So, so like we go through those theories, and not that I always agree with them, but it, it does prove a point that it would be easier to conceal and remove amounts of data. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I'm just wondering from from where you work if they were. I guess it probably still has the cool factor, and no one has them, so there's not much discussion. Is that accurate, Josh? Uh, yes and no. Um, I don't disagree with the security risk. It is a security risk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at that point, um, that's when you start implementing uh, rules against using Google Glass in conference rooms. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah well, that, that, that's the thing is there's going to be – there's going to have to be a, a case where we figure out what the – uh, the the social etiquette is with these things, you know. Like for instance, you know, I think the general rule has been: uh, you walk into a bathroom, you put them up on your head. You yeah. Know, for instance, so what happens in other situations? But I guess I could see it also in the conference room, like not using them in the conference room. I look at it as I would really like it where the people that aren't in the conference room, if you're having a video conference, now mm-hmm. I can be looking at a presentation screen and seeing them present. <laughs> Like it gives you that mm-hmm. second screen almost. It's true. It's where true. I don't well, have to look. There's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. There is a, a, a an app for Google Glass that you can connect with your presentation yep. software. Yep. So instead of having to turn around or look at a different monitor, it's right there in your eye. And it you notes can see and what stuff. You're presenting. It actually came up a little bit ago, and I'm not dealing with slideshows much this 
quarter, but I'm thinking like in future quarters, I want to see how that works. If I can pop pop it up on there, mm-hmm. I think that would be great. Now, does it have to be in Google Docs or it works with a multitude? Well, it's, of it's different... some service, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's... It, yeah, it says it works with a multitude of uh, presentation services, but I I don't give presentations that often, so I don't have to try it. Yeah, yeah, it looked like yeah, it was looked like it was through some kind of cloud presentation service when I looked at it. I don't know if you're finding the same one I was. Um, but uh, yeah, it, but that's a, that's the promise of this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is having that little feed of information, you know, having that idea. Like, like we put, what if you put a teleprompter? In? Okay, you got something on your face, but still, uh, in certain situations, it might make sense to have a little portable teleprompter when you're say on location or something, someplace you can't set something big and bulky up. Even what we use, we have a Gorilla Pod that we plug an iPad into, and we wrap that around uh, the tripod. If I were to bring the real teleprompter, that's going to be screwdrivers and sliding things into place. And get Chachi, you haven't seen this thing yet. Um, it's going to be a pain in the butt to get this thing set up. Versus, you know, okay, you're there. Maybe we've got a sync up thing like we already have between the iPad and the iPhone. And here's your teleprompter thing. You know, what happens with the iView? We'll see. You know, it's off to the side. Who knows? Um, but I think that's an option. Well, and even at that point, they could drop. You could drop the view. Yeah. So it'd be interesting if that was on a bar where you could actually mm-hmm. lower it for certain scenarios or raise it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, cool. And now you said, and no, I talked to you yesterday, you said it's been mostly positive reactions. Is that still the case another day in? Yeah, it, um, everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. Like I told you yesterday, I, I've probably sold four of them already. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, uh, it, it's... I, I work with a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Um, you work, I, yeah, I mean, you work in IT, so that, that's yeah, kind of inherent. Yeah, I, I, I'm in IT, so everyone around me is a nerd. And so I go in, um, set to see one person, and show them everything. And I have a whole spiel worked, uh, worked out where I put it on their <laughs> face, or I have them put it on their face. I direct them. Um, well, my presentation is such. I, I hand them the device after I show them where everything on it is. Mm-hmm. And then I have them uh, put it on their face, and I walk them through lining it up so they can see everything. And with the app, uh, you have screencasts. So I, on my phone, I can see what screen they're on, and so I can direct them and tell them what it is they're seeing. Now, see, that's the difference. I do it by gazing into their eyes because I can see that little <laughs> screen there. Because they'll, they'll like start going off, and I'm like, no, look at me. And, and Because well, I don't always have the – you know, you have your phone always available. I don't have that tablet always available. So right. it's like, no, look at me. Let me see where you're at. Oh, okay, okay. They'll, they'll slide down, get out of that thing because I don't know how you got there, you know, and, and say, okay, say that thing at the bottom because I don't want to say, okay, class. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't want to activate it for them and confuse them any further. So – but, uh, and so I, I show them the, the voice activation screen, um, and I let them play with that for a little bit. And then I show them the timeline, and um, <laughs> that's where they see my tweets and any text messages. Mm-hmm. So I've had to uh, I've had to clean that up a bit um, before I walk into <laughs> certain people's offices. And uh, I, it actually got to the point where yesterday it was 30 seconds away from being on my boss's face when an ASCII penis was sent to it. <laughs> and for those so don't know, I, and for those no, don't I, know, you you know, it's like an eight lines and, a, and an arrow, and it's like, oh, it's a penis. Yeah, uh, it, yeah well, they've been it, saying, they've been tw- tweeting that to me uh, for the last month. 
Right. And, and now and that they I, know it got to the point it. where I had to send out a tweet saying that uh, uh, please do not send ASCII penises to me Monday through Friday from the hours of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Because yeah. I, I don't know how my my boss is a cool guy. I get along great with my boss. You just but don't want to be in that situation. But 5.01 p.m. hits and it's a plethora of penis. Right. And that's fine. I, I don't care. They're, they're going to do it anyhow. I don't mind. Um, but yeah, it, 30 seconds later and there would have been a penis in my boss's face. Uh, but I, uh, I show them the timeline and show them the different stuff that I have set to come to my timeline. And then I take them to the, uh, I walk them through going to the, the completely immersive uh, 3D picture. Or not 3D, 360 degree picture. Yeah, that meet, that meet the crew. Work. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's what blows their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll be at someone's, in someone's office or someone's cube and... Uh, everyone leaves their doors open. It, it's not, it, unless they're on a conference call, it's not a closed down place. Like people yeah. aren't, um, aren't uh, solitary. Uh, they're used to people just stopping by and BSing and whatnot. And so uh, people hear me doing the demonstration and I'll see a head pop in or uh, I'll be like peeking in and be like, Hey, can you come see me when you're done? And, and so, I mean, I, I'm shirking my duties at work because... <laughs> yes and I'm no, off, because you're, you're, you're the technology person. And you're supposed to help uh, keep people educated, right? Right. Well, yeah. But at the same time, there's other things that I need to be doing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, I went over to a guy's cube, and it was like I was in a meerkat farm. Farm. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, I'm showing this guy everything about Google Glass, and head pops up over here, and another one, just the eyes and the forehead pop up over here, and you have a guy, uh, four cubes, <laughs> four rows over peeking, mm-hmm. and like they're all motioning at me because I happen to be facing that direction, and they're like pointing to their heads and. I'm like, yes, I'll be over to see you. And and so, I mean, that's what it is. And the people that have been on vacation are hearing about it. And uh, I had a guy come in just to see it today mm-hmm. um, because he's on vacation this week. So, I, I mean, uh, people are going out of their way to see this device because it's that uh, talked about. It's, it's, it's becoming the cool kid in school when you get that thing on your face for sure. Um, if you start charging a fee, you could raise enough money to buy your own. There you uh, go. I, I, it's not worth $1,600. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorg. I, I realize that you're paying for the privilege. It's not worth that. For yeah, the yeah. But we're, I, think um, we, I think we've got a good bit out of it, though. Uh, uh, between this experiment, having something to talk about here, uh, getting around, you know, it, it's it, it's been pretty cool. And, and some of the shots we've got, you know, it's actually been useful. I've actually incorporated in some projects. So, and, and they're saying that, I mean, there was a blurb, and obviously it's rumor, but much like everybody else that's advertising or going to buy up space in Best Buy, mm-hmm. there's the potential that Google is going to do the same thing. They're going to have to. And the launch of that space is going to be based around glass. Obviously, they're going to have the Nexus phone, the Nexus mm-hmm. tablet, mm-hmm. all their devices, all their all their services. Right, Chromecasts will be there. But 
I think the real launch around that, hey, come look at our our store within a store, isn't it, is going to be Glass. Isn't it interesting, because you're saying about Microsoft, Samsung are, are doing the same thing, mm-hmm. Apple's already doing it. Um, isn't it interesting that, you know, well, the, you know, the big news this past week with Steve Ballmer, uh, leaving and they're converting to a devices and services company and everything at Microsoft. Isn't everybody kind of getting this interesting parody space with devices and services? I mean, granted, there's different focuses, yeah. but everybody is kind of lining up, and now you get your everybody's competing on phones, on computers now, Samsung, Microsoft. Google now, Apple. Yeah, Microsoft's going to have to be really careful in that realm because think about it. That if they're if they're going on devices and services, mm-hmm. I mean, if they're going to start really pushing the PC type device, they got to be careful with Dell and I HP. I think they lose it. I think they drop it. I think it's not going to be about the PC anymore. It's going to be about these tablets, which are. I think you see. I I think there's a future where Microsoft doesn't go to Dells and HPs anymore. What are they going to run? Or they're just going to fade into the they sunset. Could, well, they'll have to figure out something. Or server they? line. They're going to become Samsungs. They're going to become you know stuff like that. Or they have the servers. They have uh, the, the how many of them are going in the phones? How many of them are going on the tablets? How many of them are looking? They have alternatives. They don't have to depend on Microsoft as much anymore in the future. That that is shrinking. We know the PCs are shrinking, but these other devices are stepping up, and everybody's figuring out what's going to compete with the iPad, the Android phone, the Google Glass rather than how do I make my PC running the same software better than the other PC that's running the same software. I think that's what's going to happen here. So, and, and they go to Linux, Android, something else. Because I think more and more, I think Windows is is going to fade as a software solution. Well, and, but I, I think that's, you're looking... I'm, I mean, I, I mean, I'm looking way, way out there. Out I'm looking there. way out there. But I think they shot themselves in the foot too hard with this latest uh, Windows. Too many people are left out in the pasture and they're looking for alternatives. Mm-hmm. Or they're not upgrading. Well, uh, look- Windows 7 is going to be the new Windows XP. I would agree with that. Just one. like all those video guys that don't want to jump to Final Cut X because it's too different than Premiere and Final Cut 7, you're going to find all those people that have been using Windows and having the start button for the last... 15 years, they're used to it, don't like change, had the same TV when it was still black and white, um, they are going to stick with the thing with the start button until they are convinced of something different and it might not be Microsoft. But I'll be honest with you, though. I... And then they're going to have kids like us pushing them the Chromebooks and Macs. The, the interesting thing is, is I've been using the Windows 8-based, not Windows RT device. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm using the Samsung Mad the Ative tab that the the device pulls off. I have a tablet. Yeah, I throw it back in keyboard. I don't know. I like it. Mm-hmm. And and I'll be honest with you. Now here's well, where you're I, able to accept that this is not Windows. It's anymore. not Windows anymore. But and, and, but you're, I, and, you're and, looking something that does more than your iPad does. And flip side to that is that yes, I can get full fledged Photoshop on here. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I carry this around versus. My MacBook Air mm-hmm. is the convertible. I can remove it. It's it's a touchscreen. I have a mouse. That's the difference. and the battery life. That's the difference. It's not going to be. Is this my next PC? It's going to be. Well, I don't need a PC anymore. Is this better than my iPad? That's going to be the new line. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the new competition. That's why you're going to have four different companies having a space selling the same kind of 
the the same devices with different philosophies because there's not going to be much difference between a Chromebook and an Android tablet in the future. I mean, there already really isn't. Mm -hmm. um, Microsoft's going devices and services. They're not going to give a crap about Windows because all that stuff's going to be out in the cloud and they're, you know, and, and it's not going to matter. So I think that's what you're going to get to. And that's why I can't find anything when somebody gives me a Windows computer to fix. Because I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I honestly cannot do it anymore. I, I can't. I look at that thing and I, and I have no idea where to start at this point. Um, there was somebody, somebody presented me with a very, very... I was actually very impressed with this. It was a Vio. And Vios are nice computers. But I could not... I couldn't get around Windows 8. I don't know where they put stuff. You know? Well, and I think it's going to start to... 8.1 is going to be a little better. Because, like, the whole... You're in the Metro interface and you have to swipe up to see all your apps and you can't... And find that's them. the other thing. is like, I, But at least, at least... How can anybody learn that stuff? Because they're they're actually going to make it where it's on screen. It's not going to be hidden oh. swipes. Oh, they're going to have tooltips like they should have done yeah. when they first put out a drastically new UI? Uh, come on, guys. Come on. Um... At least, at least you dig into uh, an Apple, and when you have the touchpad on the mm -hmm. on the laptops when they first started doing the motions, you have a little video that shows you the motion and what does it do. I agree. Do with they you. even have anything like that in the Windows operating system? You get a little card that you're going to throw away with your warranty card and all the other BS. You're not going to get a card. I mean, people I mean, don't watch those videos. Yeah, that's the other problem. It has but to be intuitive. Still, for you, an option. you can sit there and say um, and swear up and down that people watch those videos. They don't. They don't. You know who watches those videos? Hmm. We do. Well, no, but the, I'm the saying they at least throw you a bone compared to what Windows is doing the, with the their new stuff. The only way they're, you're, you're going to make someone watch the video is if it's forced. And it's quick. No, Grandma, because if it's sit not, down and watch this. Well, no, because if it's not, if it, it it's going to have to be forced, like while you're setting up your PC. Yes. But it's going to be have to be short enough that I'm not going to be able to get up and go do something else but while I'm playing is, and actually get something that else. That window is already gone. They should have done it already. I agree. I agree 100%. It's, it's done. All right, let's get to some other awesome things actually related. Um, so I had an experience last Wednesday. I got to go. Uh, I was actually asked to be on Night Talk, which is a local uh, talk show, news talk show kind of thing here in Pittsburgh on PCNC, which is WPXI Channel 11's kind of cable news network I kind don't of thing. Have cable. You don't have cable. Yeah, that was the other thing. It was like, hey guys, I want to be on TV tonight. Oh, we don't get that because we either have satellite or we're cord cutters. Like, well, somebody will see me. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I can't even get. I couldn't even get anybody to DVR it so I could see it. Um, and it doesn't you look like they asked. put their stuff online. I I did ask too late. Um, but uh, the so the, no, they asked me in the so somebody with glass. Uh, they had another guy on the phone who I believe was from CMU and another fellow from the uh, also from CMU. And I want to get the name of this division straight. Nope, I didn't save it. Um, I think it was the computer, uh, the human computer uh, interaction center at CMU, I believe it was. Um, so uh, a couple cool things from there. First, that has nothing to do with what we were talking about. I present to you, Chachi, this is halfway there, robot cameras. Nice. The because uh, I'm sitting there and and you know they're going and like guys would come and set you up with the mic and then just disappear off into a room somewhere else and that little camera if you're on video that one in the right started actually moving 
Like it started turning and actually moving across the floor a little bit. Um, I had heard about these fabled uh, robot cameras over at PXI, um, but not, it was kind of cool to kind of see them in action a little bit. Now, are they are they remote controlling them from the other room, or is there motion sense and it's no? I think they're they're Skynet. Con- they're it. controlling them from the other room, okay. and then as we were there, like you know, there was three cameras. There's one on on the one side of the table that had me and the other guest, um, and I would see it move back and forth between the two of us. Nobody's there, you know. It's literally like us and the host. Nobody else is in the room. Hmm. So it's kind of eerie in that respect. Like, I'm like, I expected, okay, bunch of lights, cameras, other stuff I don't understand, and people. All of that except for the people. But think about it as in if you were a, a conglomerate that owned, owned a bunch of different talk shows mm-hmm. and your talk show host was on different coasts that type of thing you could have one person set it up and you could have people controlling it from what yeah. way far away oh yeah yeah i mean that this is this is some high-end stuff you know I, but it was kind of cool to see it in, in motion um the way it was set up because you can see a little bit in the picture like there's a little bit of a corner of a set there that actually looks like they're kind of sports set it has their all the three stadiums in the background and everything um and then there was like another kind of green screen set over another corner this is a big room like this is this isn't even half the room that you're seeing here um and and then i, I was thinking about like what the where they went it looked like the newsrooms were on the other side so i think there's one control room and they just go around to whichever production because i started thinking about it i don't think anything broadcasts live when there's news on the other channels yeah so they're able to, they while they have two channels they can only do a live spot on one channel at a time, or they have to simulcast it or something. Um, so I, it's just kind of really interesting. That, and you know, I you know, I go. You know, I always said I go to wrestling shows, I go to other shows, and I watch the production. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch the camera monkeys go around. I like I watch the jib crane that goes by us at the, where we go to RAW at the arena. You know, like that's the kind of stuff that I get into. Um, but no, but I, I love the discussion. We had a good, uh, probably a good half an hour TV time, of course, uh, talking about stuff. He really fast. It's TV. He's trying to hit on all the issues. This is the first time kind of talking about it. Um, but uh, here's another shot of uh, the set a little bit, like past the cameras a bit. Um, but no, we had a really good discussion about things. Again, even hit on the privacy a bit. The guy with me, like I mentioned from the Computer uh, Human Human Computer Institute, uh, Interaction Institute, um, he actually brought, you know, bringing it up actually. And this is, I just took this real quick while we were talking in the middle of the show uh, with Glass. But you see there's a headband. I'll describe it for everybody else. There's a headband and there's like an arm. And this is basically what you would think of as Google Glass in their prototype they did at CMU in 1991. When it, to, to put it in perspective, too, not only is it the headband with the arm coming off, I mean, it looks like the, the glass piece that you're going to look into is about the size of, like, a camcorder flip-out screen. <laughs> it's uh, we're, we're not talking small. No. And, and, and the thing was, he would say, you know, you have the arm, so you could actually put it below or above, like we're saying that maybe glass should do here. Um, and you can kind of see them on the background, too, with it. 
uh, in the other angle. And there's a huge cord coming off There's a huge cord coming <laughs> off, and then there's the actual unit that it attaches to. And he showed me this thing that was like, um, you kind of turned it to these knobs, and he's like, this is basically the cell phone at the time that they could communicate with. Um, and it was just like this knob thing. I think it just did clicks, and that sent out, you know, whatever, you know, bit at a time information. Um, they made, I think he said they made 30 of these. Um, they used them uh, for tank inspections for the Army. Uh, he actually showed me there was a brochure with them and everything, and, and there was a picture of William Shatner wearing one of them and testing it out. I'm like, I'm like I, I completely geeked out in the green room right there. I'm like, that's awesome. Forget this thing. You got William Shatner. Um, we got the Miz or some crap, right? Uh, but but it was a really good time. I had a great conversation with him afterwards about like some of the robotics programs. He actually showed off on the show a bit of, and I think, uh, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but I know there's been talk about uh, uh, gaze-sensitive stuff like like being able to tell how long you look at the ad say and that included a little piece in the patent of devices that sounded similar to google glass mm-hmm. um so basically they're doing something like that but if the co- the computer basically follows your gaze and actually identifies like stuff like a ball a person a hallway um so now it you know, they can get that kind of receptive thing back. And this is something that they're doing independently of the glass project. Uh, but they say that, no, no, this is something that's completely going to be able to be built into glass, uh, you know, really tomorrow at this well, point. With, I could see it too with some of their, um, obviously GPS and that stuff, that, that sort of technology isn't 100% accurate. No. But now that Google is taking Google Maps and mapping the insides of buildings Mm -hmm. think about it directions are no longer getting you to the front door (laughs) they're getting you to the office inside the building at which the front door you came in exactly oh good wheels watched it thank you did he dvr it did you dvr it um (laughs) (laughs) but uh, there was that and there was even the, the idea of and i actually heard about this before being done with cell phones but there's companies out there that um when you say there's an event um, the example he gave was, you know, imagine like the Boston bombings and then imagine you could go and t- look at every picture that was GPS in that area mm-hmm. right then. I've seen uh, the software I've seen do this before was like I'm at a concert. Everybody's taking the picture of the concert. They use the software and afterwards they're able to piece together all of it between video clips and pictures and everything of the concert via everybody's cell phone. And he's saying, imagine something like this in an event like this, but the cameras are on our heads. We're all taking pictures and video of the event anyways and happen to be taking it uh, or Amber Alerts or something like that. I look at it, I'm sure. If they but of course, you're to, thinking, what about it? Always On, right? Well, Always On and you look at it, the, the whole, and I don't want to go down a whole rabbit hole of prism yeah and, of course and now course. now what's his name that created the telsa the guy the, the real man iron man the real oh, life the, iron uh, man oh crap uh musk yeah elon musk he he's created now a a leap style device remember we we, we went over the leap where you could actually use hand motion and gestures he's creating um live missiles and rendering them real time and out of out out of the metals and now, now he's saying, you know, it's not too far off till he gets to a point. He can't get the 3D hologram working because he cannot get the display frame rate mm-hmm. fast enough mm-hmm. to display that real. So, I mean, it's not too far off where your minority report, you go it's into happening. Prism, it's you happening. suck all the, all, the, all the Google Glass video and cell, cam, cell phone video and Instagram and everything else. 
and, and you pull it up, you minority report it, and, you, and, and then you go Iron Man 3 on it, and you walk into it, and then you pull <laughs> we out We go through something. all three of Iron Man's. We don't even care. We need a little bit of Avengers. Hulk smashing this bitch. But I mean, you're going you're gonna to render it in 3D around you. You're going to walk back through the scene. I mean, it, it's well, I mean, we're, be... always, you know, we're almost there. We're having the displays, the this touch display projector things. Well, the Easter, we've been talking about the lately. Easter egg on glass. This guy's telling Yeah, the look, look around, around thing. I mean, you already have the head tracking with this thing you know uh it, it works when you're using gps if you i don't know chachi if you've checked this out if you go into walk mode i maybe, maybe you know, if you get a chance here this week uh go use your gps with the phone and everything and just go into walk mode around town even if it's just the place you're going already and just watch how that turns it'd be kind of funny when they when they suck in in prism in the in the vine and they're looking around and it's just this six second loop clip <laughs> you know it should be going wee let me go wee um but still um but no a great 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 talk there and we did discuss i think it was a discussion with him we brought up um this armband you can have and chashi this is of your interest you're talking about your screen and your arm you want to do no surgery required how about if you have a band around your arm here it projects the keyboard and interface right onto the rest of your arm and it becomes touch sensitive, just like the projector technology we were talking about in the past. So for AJ in the car, it's the band goes around the elbow and projects down towards the wrist. Because he yes. can't see. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> you have this band here. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Don't forget the audio. Hi, AJ. How you doing out there? Um, so, Chachi, so you may not need to require that extensive surgery in order to get what you want here. I'm in. You're in? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I don't have to have surgery to get a screen on my arm, yeah, then that that's cool. You're just but, saying you're willing, but if it yeah. doesn't have to happen, I mean that's right. only a plus. Right. Okay. I mean, then I can take it off, and no one will be freaked out that I have a screen implanted in my arm. Exactly. So I mean, I, I mean, I, and quite frankly, I I don't care what people are thinking of me while I'm walking around with technology. Yeah. Um, because, uh, Monday I figured it out. Um, it's a, it's a one to 10 ratio. Okay. Or one to, well, yeah, one to 10 ratio. One in 10, you um, mean? Yeah. One in 10. Okay. Um, <laughs> 10 people will look at you, uh, with Google glass on one will say something. Okay. And and. and, and it, it, it's honestly not that big a deal. It's just funny because I, I was, uh, where was I? I'd just gotten downtown and, uh, this lady comes up to me and in the plainest ghetto, <clears throat> it's just like, what's that on your face? And I tried explaining it to her and she's like, are you some kind of cyborg? Yeah. <laughs> She actually, she said cyborg, which was entertaining, um, without a doubt. But yeah, and it's only one in 10 people will say something to you. Mm. So, yeah, I don't care. And even then, like, they get, they're like, I thought you had a medical device on your face, so they won't say anything. You know, they're trying to be nice about it. (laughs) That's uh, how I, how I describe the, uh, the sound piece in it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, it vibrates in my brain, man. 
Yeah. All right, Chilla, we want to get to your awesome thing, which actually doesn't have anything to do with it. Glass, I don't no, think. No, it doesn't. But I think we're going to get back to Glass here in a moment, and hopefully get to this Kevin Spacey thing. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to actually make mine real quick, because I would like to get to the Kevin Spacey <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Just a reminder, guys. It's going to be last week. Uh, we're trying to get people to check out our uh, newsletter for Sorgatron Media. Uh, we'll be giving away. Uh, I'll try to get the name here for next week's episode of this and all the other shows. Uh, we're giving away a WWE's Greatest uh, Stars of the 90s, Undertaker, Stone Cold, The Rock, uh, Mick Foley, Shawn Michaels, even Hogan, Triple H. Some Sting and Ric Flair is on this as well. Uh, so all you have to do, go to SorgatronMedia.com or if you're there right now, live.SorgatronMedia.com. You'll see a little button uh, of uh, Sorgatron Media in your inbox right there at the top if you're on the live page or if you're on uh, the web page over on the right, uh, you know, down below where you can link into all the shows and uh, the Mayhem or the media, Sorgatron Media where and just pop in and drop us your email address and you're in for the drawing for that. So this is all new subscribers. Um, Yes, we're bribing you. We're completely bribing you. Uh, so uh, go check that. And, and what you're going to get with that is a little tidbits from from uh, everything that's going on here amongst Sorgatron Media and all of our productions here. Uh, all the show updates, uh, the top stories and articles and blogs from InsertCoinToBegin.com and my blog uh, and anything else that comes into the network, uh, as well as upcoming events. We do a lot of wrestling shows around the area. We do a lot of other productions. We just wrapped with uh, Chair Shot Reality. We were doing out at Latitude 40 out in Monroeville. Had you know Mark Madden from the X was hanging out with us. Flick from uh, the fan and, and some other people, some other wrestlers stopped by. Gregory Iron last week, who's from the Wrestling Mayhem show. Uh, so go check it out. So everything going on. There's going to be a lot of great tech stuff coming up too, and a pretty big event coming up here in December that we're going to be telling everybody about shortly. Uh, so get tuned into that and all the DVDs that we do, of course, for uh, local promotions and other projects and documentaries as well. So go uh, circuitronmedia.com, sign up for that mailing list, and uh, and get a chance for that DVD and find out everything that's going. Don't. Don't miss a beat here with Sorgatron Media. So, Ashilla, tell us, uh, what what do you got here? So, so you know I'm into home automation. This is the N blank. It's not it's not out yet, but it's due out any moment. Obviously, mm-hmm. people have had a chance to test it. It's any it's, second. It's a reality. Just like my Chromecast is going to come <laughs> any day now. It, the thing that really got me. So, so this is a device I can plug it. It it doesn't plug into your existing network per se it doesn't it, it does. plugs into your google tv because all of us have a google tv <laughs> but the interesting thing is and this this kind of made me really think of how else could they they really start to generate devices that leverage this and make them extremely cheap oh. because the reason it plugs into your google tv is because it's pretty it pretty the google tv runs everything it's using the CPU of the Google TV and the memory and everything else of the Google TV to do all of the heavy lifting. Okay. All it is, all it probably has is a small app on it. And how do and I then know wireless that, connectivity to your home automation system? Then how do I know that my appearance of wait they don't have DVRs with Google TVs, don't they? Mm, I don't. Think okay, never so. mind. Never mind. It's kind of a pass-through device. If you okay. See, like the Xbox One's okay. going to be or anything. Okay. But, but it really got me thinking. Think about how many devices like the Chromecast you could start to really build, mm-hmm. and you don't need all. You don't need to pay for that 
hardcore processor, you don't need to pay for all of that equipment. Yeah. Because you're already going to have it in another device. And this is the thing. Like, I know, like, you've had, uh, uh, this is kind of the quandary I run into with a lot of these. And, you know, it's like kind of unitask old computers because it's Mm -hmm. enough to do the job, like bringing Chachi to us over Google Hangout. That's an old computer, right? We don't need fast computers that do an individual task. You have, for instance, you have a computer that was running, at least if you were, part of your automation, right? Yeah, and it was... Or maybe part of your your TV watching with XBMC or something. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, okay, do I either have to dedicate this entire machine to it uh, or have one super fast enough so it'll handle this and my day-to-day tasks if you're doing that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, really, in the end, you know, you have that big computer that's doing your home automation, your XBMC, versus $35 Pi device, Raspberry Pi devices, Chromecast, something like that. I mean, it really kind of breaks down. It's where, this, is where the, this is where that whole service and devices thing, and we talk about the four you know, groups in, in, in Best Buy. This is the kind of stuff they're competing in. Yeah, and, and I mean, they're even talking about with the Xbox now that that lifting isn't going to be even done in your house. It's it's out on the cloud. Exactly. And exactly. then it's, it's sending back back bits and bytes. That's why his devices and services. Right. Because everything's going to work hand in hand. Instead of installing Windows and becoming an ecosystem on our computer, the ecosystem is going to be off on a server somewhere. Now, the interesting thing when you get into that case of taking it to the cloud, now you have to have connectivity. Think about it. You lose Internet connect. Let's not even talk about losing power. <laughs> there's a blip on your internet and your whole house shuts down mm-hmm. or 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 a certain pl- there's no more offline gaming mode mm-hmm. i mean look you, you got a nexus device you, you don't have internet well you could still play a game you could do yeah. you could do a bunch of stuff heck you could write it to google doc and it's going to sync back later yep now you got nothing yeah so it's so, going to be very the internet is going to become as utility as your power. When and look at what was it uh, Amazon on Sunday night mm-hmm. the part of their cloud services Google's, went down. Google's been down twice in the well, last week. When Amazon service went down Vine went down, Instagram went down, like like all these <laughs> services that are hosted on their platform. And I think this goes with it. And these are growing pains right now. Is is we're going to have to get used to this idea that that's the thing, you know. Um, it's not the server in the in the building went down with the business anymore. It's you know it, it's the server out there somewhere in the cloud did. But, you know it, it's it's a whole different thing. And now we have to be more. Uh, I think I think well, people are going to put the money where their mouth is and audit these groups on how reliable they are. It's going to be that much more important. But it, but it's not just the server out there that went down. It's the fact that the server out there went down and. Everybody was sharing that same server. Yeah. So it's it's no it's not like I in those cases it's not like Instagram went out and said we want this space carved out we want our own private cloud we're going to be part of the public cloud what they, some people call multi tenant mm-hmm. everyone's sharing this environment mm-hmm. so and I think Amazon said that it was a um, a network networking issue. Microsoft had it earlier in the year. They let their uh, a certain certificate expire. Two weeks before that, Microsoft had a glitch with um, uh, time zones, and it caused all the all the um, Kerberos packets, all the security to glitch up. So, and there's there's thousands of companies all sharing the same devices. Yeah. Well, isn't in the long run though? I mean, is it, as long as we're doing things like this, it's still depends on human error you know it's still people doing it 
for the time being until yeah. Skynet takes over. Um, or someone gets lazy and they're just not keeping up with what they should be keeping up with. Exactly. I mean, that that's it. And, and NASA is going to become more important for them to check and double check. I mean, really, in the long run, it has the same has the same problem happened twice with the same company. That's my question in all of this. I bet you it has. We just don't know it. <laughs> that's true, too. <laughs> that's true, too. But that's going to be the thing. I mean, there are plenty of points in my business and video and stuff where I have a point of failure in, in, in what we're producing and what we're delivering and what we're capturing. And the, the rule I know personally for me is, does that thing happen again? What do we do to make sure that same thing that happened again? A lot of things can go wrong, but as long as the same thing isn't consistently going wrong, I consider that a victory. And I'm hoping, I mean, for me, and I know a lot of people are going to be a lot less forgiving because it's a service that they depend on and they didn't get work done that day and maybe they lost money because of it. But in the long run, for me, as long as this doesn't become persistent on any one service, like I have a certain host that I really want to get rid of because it seems to be slow and go down all the time uh, for one of my sites. So that's like, okay, that's enough. I'm out of here. But even for something like this where, you know, hey, the Google stuff where I'm not really even paying for these services, you know, okay, is that threshold reliability versus what I pay for it, which is, I don't know, Amy can get into the whole we pay with our ads and our eyeballs and that stuff too. It's whole, but. But in the, what do I actually pay for it, even in that respect? And is it worth it? So, I mean, that's how I go about it. What about you, Chachi? You're somebody that lives on these services a good bit, obviously, with what's on your face right now. Actually, I took it off the charge. Oh, well, yes, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't survive. <laughs> um, if, if, if the services go down, I can't survive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get pissed when... Uh, T-Mobile has an outage. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't see that with AT&T. See, but now, see, I get more pissed when I have bad cellular reception than now when the power goes out. Because when the power goes out, I still have a mobile device that has internet exactly. connectivity. Doesn't right. it seem like my power <laughs> is less important now? You know? I mean, look at what so, we did. The power went out here, and we we threw out the iPhone, and we, we recorded mm-hmm. a show. We did, we're just like, we're doing it. You know? We have, we have stuff. They have batteries. We'll do this. Sorry, Chach. I feel the same way. I, yeah. I'm not affected when the power goes out. Yeah, I got. I have two phones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have doubled the power that normal people have. And and, and on the on the on the, you you mentioned Amazon. Oh, Instagram and Vine came went down. They went down. Okay, they they went down. You know, it's not like that's a vital service. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's something on that. But if you're Vine, is. but if you're Vine, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, you're you're pooping yourself right there. Um, <laughs> but what would Kevin Spacey think? What would Kevin Spacey think? I he would, he would think he would think get your stuff together. But he, I mean, if Netflix and, and if give Netflix me some hosted. kind of great metaphor about about uh, Memphis barbecue, I'm sure. Um, so Kevin Spacey. Well, yeah, Netflix is another thing that has that problem. They've had mm-hmm. outages. It's a pain in the butt. But also, I was going to sit down. I had 20 minutes. I was going to watch an episode of Batman, and uh, I had to download an update so my points would go away. You know, the other night, and, mm-hmm. and just went and did something else. Uh, but. Still, uh, so Kevin Spacey is kind of in the news. Um, of course, we know he's been House of Cards, which is just I know it's been nominated for an Emmy. Do they have the Emmys yet? I don't think. I think it's just just nominations, so. uh, which was significant because this is you know the, the first, first one, it, yeah. first online streaming, not on TV technically in the modern form. You know uh, that's got an award. Uh, so, so he goes on. Uh, I don't even know what this event was. It was like the the modern or the future. 
media. I saw YouTube on the banner really small. Uh, yeah, like it was on, some kind of future podium. media conference. I think, oh, uh, I think it was in the UK. I'll, I'll, I'll see this loads here. Um, he spoke at the Edinburgh International Television Festival. So, okay, so he had the ear of the industry at this point. And it's, it's just saying television festival, not nece- necessarily futuristic TV or anything futuristic, what? Um, or anything like that. Uh, so he, he goes on uh, uh, a fairly, I think he, this is written and everything, um, but he goes on a speech talking about uh, the pilot system and how House of Cards avoided this. And uh, he said like $300 million goes into the pilot system every year. And I think he said maybe 35 of them actually got picked up. We'll see if they survive and how expensive that was and how it didn't make sense for the kind of show House of Cards is. And for those that know, haven't watched House of Cards, it's very... Um, it wouldn't have made sense to just watch one episode. It really wouldn't. It was I, People uh, really kind of looked at it as a 12-hour movie in the long run. Well, and you get into, they call it Netflixing or binge-watching. Exactly. I think it, they, exactly. They, it, they, it allows the writer, the director, whomever, the, the creators mm-hmm. to really take it to that. I don't have to just spend, try to spend... Uh, 42 minutes, 23 minutes, which is the average runtime half an hour uh, hour TV show. Mm-hmm. I don't have to spend that time in in the first episode setting the scene, introducing everything. I've given you enough so you'll pick up my show. Right. Exactly. Now, you can just turn the whole thing into one continuous show. Yeah. And I think Netflix is even doing, and I think it depends on what devices you're watching on and whatnot, you can queue. Yeah. And as soon as one ends... It's the next yeah, one it, begins. It, it, and it does depend on which device. Like, I know my Roku doesn't do it, but I have the, the older one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's been updated. But uh, certain mobile devices don't do it. I think the PlayStation does it. The PlayStation does it. The Xbox definitely does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also different from device, from service to service, too. Like, Hulu will do it on certain devices, but not others as well. Um, and that's completely different than what Netflix is doing. Um, but the other big thing is, hey, you know, we don't want to make the same mistakes the music industry did. And I really think in some, some cases they're already doing a little bit better than the music industry did, especially when, you know, iTunes got to swoop in and do what they did. Um, you know, his big thing, and I'm paraphrasing here, deliver what people want when they want it at a reasonable price, and they're more likely to pay for it than steal it. You know, I think you're seeing that with uh, Game of Thrones these days. Um, so you're seeing that they're stealing it. Not you're stealing that they're stealing it, yeah. and it's hard to get HBO for a lot of mm-hmm. us, you know, uh, especially with this whole advent of cord cutters. And those are the people that are going to be more apt to say, well, they won't let me get it. I really want to see it. I'm in touch with everything going online. There's a lot of chatter about this. Well, I just need to click this button over here. That meh, that's that's fine by me. You know, um, I, I didn't think about. It. I was telling you about this. There is literally one thing, two things. I think about, I thought about it again that I steal, quote unquote, mm-hmm. which is live watching Monday Raw. And I could just wait until the morning and watch it. Yes, but it's not how I want it when I watch it. I want it exactly. Which is, you know, if I got USA TV. And it could be an argument one way or another. Um, and, but that's that whole idea. You know, I, I can't think of, I don't bother. It used to, it used to be probably uh, four years ago if I was like, oh, I wonder what that new album's like. I would go download it. You know, now I can check it out on YouTube before I think about buying it. Mm-hmm. I can just 
do it's 10 bucks whatever you know i'd go download it uh i've done that for several albums more recently you know you, you talked about the spotify subscription yeah. you know um there's a lot of options to say here take my money because how many times <laughs> have we been chachi you know it i mean you us with technology us with wrestling us with uh video games we just literally want to just throw our wallet at the tv you know yeah, and, I, and if there's nobody there catching it then there's a problem when how hard is that to do when you think about it because if you give people the in, in today's media age, it's not like they're taking the video and shipping it off and having exactly. to burn DVDs exactly. and everything. And I think that's I think it's a checkbox these days for a lot of these guys. Right? It's not hard to do. I mean, Kevin Smith's doing it with all of his How media. How many people are do, are building systems to do this in different ways? You know. Now, granted, I have to go from place to place to place to get everything that I want. I get certain things on Netflix. I get certain things on Hulu Plus. I get certain things on Amazon Prime and Amazon outright buying it. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. That's a decision. You know. Uh, you gave me an option. That's not hard to get to. You have these platforms building it for distribution, and you have devices building all this stuff into them. So it's become the fact you know all of these platforms are just pervasive. I think it's hard to find anybody that at least has reasonably taken on technology in the last you know couple of years. I think it's reasonably hard to find a household that could not receive Netflix. I would agree, hundred and ten percent. I mean that I I don't wait. I, I've been trying not to to take media mm-hmm. or steal it or borrow it or whatever you want to call it. So I actually paid for The Walking Dead. Yeah. It works out great. Yeah, I watch it the next day. Yeah, but and I, and I have to get it off iTunes. Yeah, would I, would but I hey, like it? If you it? wanted to, you could pay the premium for cable to watch the day of. You <laughs> but know, yeah, but, but in it's my not point, live, so I can get I can get a whole season for one quarter of what I paid for one month of cable. Exactly. Exactly. So. There was a good line. Uh, I was in the frame rate today. Uh, one good line. Uh, one guy has just cut his cable because he, he took the chicken challenge of, you know, will you cut my, you know, uh, cut my price down or I'm out of here. And he, he cut out. And, and it's pretty cool because they're actually saying, go see how far your cable company will go before before it cuts. You know, how how low will they get your price before you say no and go away, you know? Or or take it on, you know. Just say you're, I'm leaving. Um, but he was he was just saying, you know, once you take off that giant bill of cable, you realize how much freedom you have to decide and pick and choose and grab the Amazon seasons of Walking Dead or iTunes or whatever versus you know the other way. Um, and, and that's who you know Spacey space sees the future in this. Um, and it's really nice to have somebody in the industry talking that language. Apparently. So, like Olivia Wilde said something similar um, uh, in recent weeks. She wrote, I think, I think she, wrote she wrote an wrote article something. in. I don't remember. What so, it and was. again, these are well. Spacey's one that he's you know, and David Finch was part of this too, mm-hmm. as we know for you know social networks. So this is, you know, one of the bigger names. Um, and 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 Spacey produces. I think he uh, sits in producing this uh, mm-hmm. House of Cards, and he produces stuff. So he's somebody that's out there looking and and funding things and and try and considering way things go and he took a big bet like on this so so did eli roth so did the the weeds creator that's doing the orange is new black and i think it's it sounds like it's paying off for a lot of these the the funny part is and i think i think he brought up it's it's in the long run it's cheaper and they make more money (laughs) exactly so why aren't 
they doing it? It's it's cheaper than delivering DVDs. It's it's cheaper well, than shipping stuff. I don't stuff think I don't think cable. I, I think this is exactly this needed to happen. I think House of Cards needed to happen. I think Orange with the New Black needed to happen. I think all of those needed to fall into place. Or uh, Arrested Development had to happen. Uh, and now people are seeing how it works, seeing that it can work, and I think you're going to start seeing. Um, uh, what, there was there was something uh, some interview where one of the guys from Netflix was like, "You should see the stuff that we received before we got House of Cards." As far as stuff that wanted to be on Netflix, mm-hmm. and now afterwards, now it's high level stuff. Notice it's not like newbie stuff. Like right. this is still part of the machine. These are established people coming up, but that raises the bar on everything. And you don't want Netflix to be YouTube in in, in any case, mm-hmm. right? So you know, it'd be hey, it'd be nice if I could get my documentary on Netflix, but understandably, I'm not at that level. Of, these guys, you know, and they want to be HBO. They don't want to be YouTube. And there's a big difference there. So, all right. Um, oh, it's that time. It's that time. Oh, there's oh, so man. much good stuff. So much good. You know, we should do like we do the other thing. It was a quick. Yo, let's talk about this on the on the Twitters. Okay, that's what we'll. do. I can do that. That's what we'll talk about this on the Twitters. You, you, hey, how's that thing coming? It's actually I'm. I was messing around over the weekend. It's working out well. The mm-hmm. trick. And I'll be honest with you, they released this way too early. Oh, yeah. We're, so talking, about, have, we're talking about the Flipboard We're talking magazine. about the Flipboard stuff. So you have to sign up for the account on a mobile device. Then you have to build your magazine on a desktop. <laughs> in the browser. Yeah. And then you have to edit the magazine in the browser on desktop. Then you have to go back to the mobile device... <laughs> to do build the cover, <laughs> what? <laughs> they, they need to just put it in one place. Yeah, or let me let me do it. On, I don't care if I had to do it all with my finger on a mobile device, which could be a pain. But why am I running back and forth and back and forth and back and forth? Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the butt, especially when like I, I only have like an internet connection for one device. You get in, it gets into a pain in the butt. Like I'm trying to do it on the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, so, you're doing this like on the train, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> trying to do this in between all the tunnels and everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, just give me one place to do it. So Flipboard, if you're out there, fix your magazine curation. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Work. I, I, I mean, yeah. it's they're, they're a startup. They're bits by bits. And, and they they do have a great product. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I feel bad that Feedly has overtaken my use of Flipboard, but the way I use my newsreaders. Feedly fit more, mm-hmm. you know. I, I really enjoy. I, I loved putting my Google Reader through it. If I could just, if I could just, yeah, I don't know if this is. Maybe this is actually a thing. If I could just stick my Feedly into my Flipboard, I'd be down with that. But Feedly you, really does a good job too. It does. Does Feedly create an RSS feed? Well, it's taking in all my RSS feeds. I think what you but know, do they, you have an they, RSS you know feed of you know the what? RSS feed. They just open pro features, and I think that's one of the features. So like yeah. for five bucks a month, like, you get a bunch of extra stuff they just unveiled. Yeah. So so if there was a feed we'll for see. your feeds, so I could get a feed for my, and then the feed for my feeds is on Amazon servers. And everything goes away. So how are we going to hashtag everything the after breaks. after show? Uh, no, hashtag get... it. Uh, just hashtag AC AC one six four okay. and hashtag leftovers, and we can talk about that. We'll put that out there. You want to tweet all those after the show? Uh, yeah, I'll tweet those. So um, I, for those that want, to look out for that uh, at Awesome Cast at, at Chilla. 
uh, is going to be tweeting those. I'll retweet them through uh, the awesome cast account later, um, and we'll stick them on uh, we'll stick them on the, the Facebooks and the Google Pluses and stuff, and see if we can get some discussion going. Uh, just to touch with some wearable. Uh, embedded body tech we were talk, going to talk about, um, cobbling together your own Google Glass, something about, oh, Chachi, you should check this out, check it out from the notes. Um, it's a, uh, a called Give It. Video from your glass gets sent to your iPhone, and there's no Android uh, version yet, but you can send it to your iPhone and edit it. Huh. And embedded, uh, did you say the embedded uh, tattoos? Uh, I, I said wearable tech, I said it wasn't here. Yeah. There's so. a digital tattoo that you can turn on and off. Yes. And also make it where it's turned on, but it only shows up if someone takes a digital picture of you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to photobomb, isn't it? Oh, uh, there I mean, you go, guys. Chachi, he's at insertcointobegin.com. At Chachi says you can send your ASCII penises there for yes. the, re the remainder of this week. Yes, ASCII penis me up. That's fine. <laughs> uh, as long as outside the hours of 8 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time as well. Yes. Uh, Shilla, he's at Shilla on the Twitters. That's me. Yes. Anything else? That's plug? me over there. That's who no, you I, don't, I don't have anything else to plug. <laughs> Not yet. I'm, I'm working on a couple things. by his image on the television, I see. Uh, <laughs> I am, I'm in the TV. Yes. And yes. Were you still, I'm pointing yeah, at you myself. Were, you were one of them I know that was watching like this show on a Roku, right? No, I was using the, I was using the built-in, and then I tried to get the Justin TV app. Yes, and that didn't work out so well. So then I went no. back to. Well, you're right. I thought you were watching PC. the old ones. Uh, and I am, of course, Sorgatron.com. Everything's at SorgatronMedia.com for past episodes of this and other shows that we're doing, tech, wrestling, video games, all kinds of fun stuff. Nonprofit news, great nonprofit story we just put up with Unsung. Chachi's on there wearing his glass Always. there as well. Yep. Um, you can see what my back Porsche looks like, as sad as that is. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, little free library, really cool thing we came across uh, here in town. There's some low tech for you. Where is check it? that out. Uh, well, there's a few of them, but we found one over at Regent Square. Cool. Um, and uh, anything else? Anything else? Oh, I've been doing unboxings. Luke Crape came in, of course, his last month, or well, previous Luke Crape's shirt, of course, with the uh, Kool-Aid Deadpool. Um, so there's some unboxings of there that keeps growing up with glass. I got a little bit of video up there about it. This is how you install a hard drive in Drobo. And this is, <laughs> I, I talked a little bit. So I was talking to Anthony Klosky last, last week at an event. Uh, we were talking about my backups and how do I handle all the masses of footage that I, that I produce on a weekly basis. And I'm like, well, Drobo. And I actually had a, you know, four terabyte drives are getting affordable now. Four terabyte. Four terabyte. I got a two. I filled uh, Drobo with three terabytes in each slot, four slots. So I had to buy another Drobo, and I put all the stuff I replaced up because I'd always like step upgrade from one to two, ones, twos to threes, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just going to start replacing fours in there. So I'll stick all the threes and put them, replace all the ones and twos in this one. And then when I run out of affordable sizes and fill those, I just try just buy another Drobo, I guess. Um, and so I got a little video about that. Uh, I really, I'm, I was using glass and my iPhone camera. I'm trying to use my iPhone as a camera a bit more. It's hard because I, I really should get the bigger version of the iPhone. I'll probably do that this next time. Um, so you know, using your head as a you know another camera. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm talking about it, it's behind me, I go, you got your close-up, come back, and it's really fun to kind of edit back and forth, so. Cool. So go check that out, that's over on my personal YouTube, but I have it posted over at Sorgatron.com. Uh, so guys, with that, again, check out at Twitter, no, at AwesomeCast on Twitter. Uh, we'll be talking about, again, the stuff that you were talking about uh, that we didn't get to. Uh, Google Plus, Facebook, contact at AwesomeCast.com. We'll send us the emails. Uh, and, of course, you can join us here live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Actually, keep an ear out for the announcement uh, very soon. I think we're going to move to 6.30 p.m. Eastern uh, to kind of give a little more breathing room for the rest of the shows because, once again, it's after 8 o'clock and we should be talking about video games right now. Uh, so with that, Sorg, uh, Chachi, Chilla, what? What? thank you to our awesome chat room that's been hopping a bit here all night. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. <laughs>